Well, hello and welcome to another week of Soap Secrets. And we are going to be talking about Coronation Street first. Thank you very much. That's what I'm putting right at the top. Uh, hi, Claire Ruck, how are you? Hi, Hannah, I'm fine. <laughs> so, Good. <laughs> so I thought we would start with your favourite storyline this week, Hannah, because yes, I know... Please. I, I know you really like it. And I'm just going to say it to you. New love for, for Fizz. Oh, this is the turning point. This is when Tyrone realises what he's done. I can see it. The writing's on the wall. So it's, it's what you wanted and what the fans wanted, some hunky man to sweep Fizz off her feet and show her what a great person she is because Fizz is absolutely lovely. She's a really, she's a great character. So it's really nice to see, to see to see her getting some some romance action so but it the week it doesn't the week doesn't go completely to plan for her hannah because it's a soap after all so let's not get (laughs) (laughs) let's not get too carried away yes completely so she joins a dating app that's very modern isn't it having a dating app and she meets (laughs) she meets her date in the bistro i love it they don't go very far she doesn't he doesn't take this date doesn't say let's meet in a swanky bar in manchester but no it's the bistro in the street yeah where everyone can see and bear witness to the first date yeah can you imagine but so this first date doesn't turn out to be the man of her dreams but it turns out to be a female journalist called chris who's on the hunt for a story of aggrieved women who have been dumped for a younger model (laughs) how on earth does she know about fizz she's an investigative journalist too yes (laughs) so so there she is so she's found she's got on this dating app she obviously you know, women have said, obviously, you know, I've been in a bad breakup. She picked someone at random and um, it happened to be Fizz. And so she's saying to Fizz, do you want to tell your story, your side of the story about what it's like to be, you know, an older woman dumped for a younger woman? Because because Alina's 23. She's very young, very, very young. You wondered what her and Ty have to talk about. They can't talk about the same love of music, can they, Hannah? No. No, and I, and you can see we've seen already the sort of um, quite different lives that they lead, and how she's you know essentially trying to change him, isn't she? Yeah, yeah, yes, completely. You know, he has responsibilities. She she doesn't have any responsibilities. She's a she's a young woman. She can go out clubbing. She the only responsibility she has is is for her small business, which she's trying to grow. She doesn't have mm. to think about two kids, schooling, homework you know paying a mortgage all those sorts of things she's 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 free and easy um so so this is fizz's opportunity to get her revenge now revenge is difficult it might make you feel good for a minute but in the long term is it the right thing to do um and does she want to spill her story to all in the weatherfield gazette i mean all her friends people she 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 sees on a regular basis would read all about this i mean everyone in the street knows anyway (laughs) but you know to put your inner feelings down is is, is, I think challenging yeah and also it's almost it's almost although you want to in the moment and you think I want everyone to know how awful you are and all of that kind of stuff actually in reality when you look back at it it's a really low blow it almost cheapens yourself perhaps I don't know or perhaps for some people it's part of the healing process yes well this is what Maria says she says she you know as a friend she encourages her to go for it um uh, but but will will fizz go that far because you know she has two children does you you have to do as you say you do have to keep some sort of pride i suppose rather than spilling spilling it a tell and all in the weatherfield gazette 
Yeah, I think I absolutely think so. But the, the the high of this is that a man called Phil walks into the furniture shop, doesn't yeah. he, and asks her out on a date. I know. So this is it. You don't need a dating app, do you? You see, you can do it the old-fashioned way, Claire. Yes. You can. You yeah. can if you want to. Yeah. And so <laughs> this is the old-fashioned way. She's trying to, you know, she's in Gary's. She works in Gary's furniture shop. She's trying to sell it. He soon he they, they they start chatting they perhaps flirt a little and he says hey do you want to go out on a date will he be her prince charming oh i hope so yes. i hope so and there's an, a storyline around emma as well isn't there and her because um, she's got a new boyfriend curtis yes. This is a lovely, lovely, lovely storyline. And I think Emma is a really great character who's coming on. You, you know, she is Steve's daughter, you know, as in adult daughter. And she has a new boyfriend, Curtis. That was really funny because, you know, Steve's made up. She's got this new boyfriend because he's training to be a doctor, you know. So this is kind of, you know, for Steve, he's a, he's a good catch. He is a good catch. <laughs> he is a good catch. She, he doesn't want her to let him go. And uh, he's also a really nice guy. And uh, they decide to help Steve, who has been raising money. You know, his, his little son, Oliver, died back in, the, uh, back, in, back in the autumn. And they've been raising money. And uh, Steve wanted to raise 100,000K. And, and Oliver's fund currently stands at 96,000. So they just need 4,000 pounds more. So... Uh, Emma and Curtis decide that they're going to try and raise this £4,000 for Steve. And they decide to do a naked calendar shoot. <laughs> I mean, move over, calendar girls. Oh, Corey is here. The street is here. It's arrived. And it's not going to be the lovely women. It's the men of Weatherfield. Love it. I love it. So apparently, um, Mr. December is the hot one. Is, 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 is like the big, the big, is, is the one everyone yeah, wants well, to be. Just, it's just a Santa hat, isn't it, at yeah. that point? Yes, it's going to be nothing but a cheeky smile and a Santa hat. And do you know who's who currently are fighting over the Mr. December spot? Who? Who? It's Dev and Steve. I love it. This is brilliant. Absolutely brilliant. But Dev, Dev's got to win. I mean, he's just got to, hasn't he? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Do you, think, do you think he'll be peering naked behind, you know, a stack of baked bean tins in the uh, corner shop? <laughs> yes, I can see it now. I can absolutely see it now. So next week we can be... Uh, we can feast our eyes on a lot of naked men. Then, yes, perhaps. there are a lot of naked women, naked, naked men running around next week, and some ladies get get more than they bargained for. Oh, <laughs> so, I like it. Oh, Corrie, I like it. And I, you know what, I really would like them to do, and I, I don't know whether they will. But it would be really nice if they did actually do the calendar, because I think the fans would buy it, and then they could pick. I I they agree. could pick a, a charity or several charities um, and, you know, put the money towards that. I think, I think it'd be a good seller, don't you? I absolutely do. People love kind of things like that and they could make, they could, yeah, they could raise money for charity. Yeah, it's yeah. a great, it's a great idea. Love it. Okay, so moving from, I mean, actually, happiness, shall we, dare I say it, in Coronation Street, uh, to Emmerdale. Because, of course, last week, a host of shocking events in the village. And the village is now in a complete state of shock. But they are completely unaware that they have a killer in their midst. Yes, yes. We all saw it last week. We saw Mina kill one of the villagers. And, uh, you know, there have... Um it's, it's really scary. You know, you have a, you have a, you have a killer loose in the village mm. it's not the first mm. killer to be loose in the village and i don't suppose it will be the last Hannah. but um so yes yeah, so so that's the only thing a lot of lot of them are talking about one family's life will have changed forever 
So, you know, there's there's a lot going on. And, you know, Death has b- featured in Emmerdale this year because this week we see Jimmy start his court case for the death by dangerous driving of Mandy's nasty ex-fiancé Paul Um, and Mm. we remember that um, he ploughed into the barn on Mandy and Paul's wedding day killing Paul Mm. and so you know it's it's a difficult one isn't it because which way is it going to go I think he's probably convinced he's going to jail but you see Mandy standing by him yes yes so Mm. uh, Nicola and Jimmy have been on, have had a rocky marriage for quite some time now. And this is a point when you're about to go to court, you really need someone to stand by you. They're fighting. They are both, I, I would imagine the stress levels in that house are off or off the charts mm. of obvious reasons, you know. Um, so, yes, yeah, so it is very, it is very, very difficult. And Mandy has been a rock, has been a rock for Jimmy. She's, you know, she's a lovely person. So she's been standing by him and, um, as as she stands by him at the court with the court case and goes to court with him, they're sitting outside the court, and Jimmy, Jimmy and Mandy share a kiss. Hmm. Wow. That that seems like a really odd fit. Yes. I mean, that feels like it feels like a almost like a kind of it's a c- circumstantial kiss, isn't it? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Makes it sound really unromantic. I know. <laughs> It is, and it's a proper kiss because I've seen because you see them sort of. I mean, obviously they don't lock lips, but they do go in quite close. So, and, what, uh, and what's Nicola going to say about all of this? Is she going to be, you know, is she going to be, is she, she going to be, be aware upset. of it? Will she see them? Uh, she she doesn't see them, but I think it, in, in weeks to come, will Jimmy be able to keep this kiss a secret from his wife? And and Nicola's lovely, she's but she's quite volatile sometimes, shall we she say? She is a volatile, yeah, she is a volatile character. And, um, oh, that's a really, that's going to be a very interesting triangle, particularly if he does go to prison, and actually even more so if he doesn't. Watch this space. Okay, so Hollyoaks, moving on to Hollyoaks. Um the British Grand Prix is going is to is going to knock the Friday episode, isn't it, of Hollyoaks yeah. out? So there's a there's a double on Thursday. Yes, sports everywhere you turn at the moment, everywhere you go. I know it is, and we've got the Olympics coming up, and I I don't even know what that's going to do with the soaps yet. Exactly, exactly. So, a, well, a few weeks ago now, we saw that Liberty um, disappeared, didn't we? Yes. Um, and and Brody said that he wouldn't get married until Liberty was was found. Yes, yes. So, you know, of course, we obviously, as, as viewers, fans, know that Summer, Brody's fiance, um, has Liberty stashed at an abandoned location. There's a lot of this that's gone on in Hollyoaks, people being abandoned in locations, isn't there? I know. <laughs> when you I think know. about it. <laughs> so is this going to be, are we wrapping up this storyline, or is it just sort of reaching a climax, or what's happening? Well, this week, um, it, it, we're, getting, we're getting to the climax. The, the wedding is next week. So, um, yes, so... So Liberty is stashed in, in an abandoned location. So they, the whole of the village has been looking for her. Um, and um, Summer is determined that no one is going to stop her getting revenge on Brody, who she blames for her father's death. We've seen this. Nobody knows that, uh, you know, who her father was. Um, and so she's been hiding that. And so this week, Summer asks Brody not to postpone the wedding any longer because Brody said he, he wouldn't get married until, you know, Liberty mm. had been found and she still hasn't been found. Um, and he um, 
And he agrees, which quite frankly, I was quite shocked about. But yes, Mm. he agrees. And Sienna, of course, Sienna and Summer have been, after their passionate encounter in the school gym, have been having a secret affair um mm. she's shocked that her secret lover summer will be will marry Brody and asks her to stop playing games now summer's never going to stop playing games I don't she's she she's 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 evil and I, I don't think mentally she's all there um I think she has lots of issues and um mm. So she confesses to Sienna that getting married to Brody will make her dad happy. Well, her dad's dead. <laughs> so mm. I have no idea what she has planned for Brody. So it's all a bit scary, really, isn't it? It is, a, it is really scary. And it's kind of, it's sort of, um, it's getting, it's, it's getting, it's going to get even nastier, I think. It already yes. feels nasty, but you it can is. just sense in the air that this is going to, there's going to, be somebody at least one person incredibly hurt emotionally or physically and um, is that wedding finally going to go ahead i suppose is the big question well we know what happens at weddings don't we there's always something (laughs) happens somebody always makes a confession there's always a hitch but not necessarily the the bride and groom being hitched (laughs) yes completely but of course this week also summer makes a small mistake and she allows liberty to get hold of a pair of tweezers can she unpick the lock and will she escape? So, you know, you, you potentially you potentially have an escaped summer, sorry, an escaped liberty about to crash the wedding, perhaps. Mm. Or you've got Sienna, perhaps, at the wedding saying, hey, we've been having an affair, perhaps. Yeah, it could all just be incredibly explosive. And I think as betting women that we've become, I'd say that probably all of that will happen and more. Yes. <laughs> brilliant it's it's good though that it's sort of coming to a a finale if you like isn't it and we kind of can see where this is going because it's one of those storylines that's been going on in the, almost not in the background but it's just been there yeah you can't stay in hiding forever you can't lock someone up forever it's not okay <laughs> um okay over to the square um Chelsea, is she, she, she in over her head living at Grey's? I mean, let's be honest, we all know what Grey's capable of. Yes. So, so, so it's very interesting. Chelsea's a very interesting character. Um, I think she's a bit amoral. I'm not quite sure. She's, I think she might be a bit more like Grey than perhaps the fans would like. Interesting. So, yeah. So, so is, she in, is, is she in over her head living at Grey's? Well, I, you know, personally, I would say so. She's living with a serial killer. I wouldn't want to. Um, and she doesn't know it. She, she really does not know that he is a serial killer. You know, mm. just to recap, he, he killed uh, his wife Chantel, he's killed um, Tina, and he has killed Kush. So, so those are three big characters he killed. And uh, while she's living over at Grace, she breaks a sentimental plate um, at his house that his daughter made for Chantel. Now, now just, you know, serial killers can turn on a, on a, on a coin, you know, so... You know, if you break a plate and hide it, especially a sentimental plate, I would imagine that might upset him a little. Um, mm. So she hides the crime. I know. I would imagine that might well come back to bite her, Hannah. Almost, uh, um, almost certainly. <laughs> I'd say. Um, yeah, and for most people, it would just be a bit of upset. But for Gray, we know he's capable of so much more, and it feels like. It feels like there's a crescendo coming for Gray. He's got away with all of this for far too long. You know. Yes, he has. 
So I, we were talking about this at, w- at work, about where, where this would end, because, you know, this is, uh, well, where are we now? We're in July. So, and Chantel died, I think it was October. So yeah, we've, we've, we've been three quarters of the year through and he's still, still no one has an inkling and that three people have been dead and that it's all by Gray's hand. So it's mm. very, very mm. interesting. Um, and so this week, um, Chelsea's hearing for handling stolen goods because her ex-partner was gifting her stolen handbags. Um, she's allowed bail, but she has to wear an ankle tag. Um, this isn't going to stop Chelsea. Nothing stops Chelsea. And uh, so she puts on a long frock so you can't see the ankle tag because, you know, obviously the dress comes down to the floor and gray takes her to his office do where the pair proceed to get very drunk hannah very very drunk mm, a bad right. situation i'd say yes and his boss laura uh, getting chelsea alone tells her to be wary of gray really wary of gray will she heed this warning mm, probably not if she's that drunk <laughs> she probably won't even remember the warning the next day but you know what i i wondered whether whether um there she would join Grey and that they would I was become... Just about, I, yeah, that's exactly what I was about to say, whether they team up, whether yes. they are actually one of a kind, one of the yeah. same. I think that. Mm. They could be a good Bonnie and Clyde, you know. Oh, my goodness me. Because oh. she is amoral, and what she tried to do to her dad and tried to set him up as a drug mule and get him caught so that she didn't have to... Uh, so, so to get herself out of trouble. That's not what normal people do. Uh, someone, not somebody... You wouldn't do that to your dad. And I know her dad is also a serial killer, so maybe she's got the serial killer gene. Who knows? Yeah, you can't help but wonder if it is a bit genetic, don't you? Um <laughs> And uh, Isaac, who is another storyline, obviously, in, in the square at the moment, Isaac has schizophrenia and hasn't been taking his his medication. So has a, quite a severe episode this week, and I believe it's pretty harrowing to watch. It is very, very harrowing. Schizophrenia is, is a very serious mental condition. And, and Isaac has been off his meds. Now... Lola, his girlfriend, knows he's been off his meds and hasn't done anything about it, which I find quite shocking because this is why he's at this severe episode because he needs to take his medication. And also his mother is struggling to deal with him as well. So in effect, you know, people who who, who know what, what his condition is have kind of let him down a bit because really they should have gone for help before we got to this point in time and then we he wouldn't be having this severe episode um and it is a harrowing watch it is a massive harrowing watch he believes that ruby's dad had something to do with the death of his half-brother paul um and he he is hearing voices in his head and he really isn't he's not having a sane moment and ruby catches him trying to break into her house because he's trying to prove this And he becomes distressed and runs back to his own house where he locks himself in. So Mm. now he's barricaded himself into a house. Patrick, his dad, is trying to coax him out and calm him down. And he can't do either because the episode is so severe. And eventually the police are called. What happens next? Oh, that sounds really, actually, really sad because that's something that somebody absolutely can't control and only the medication can. And, of course, trying to get that into somebody quickly for that to take effect is, you know, is not a quick thing. No, it isn't. And, and you know, really, Lola really should have 
flagged this up early. As soon as she knew he yeah. wasn't taking his meds, she said she should have really done something about it. Yeah, absolutely. Well, that brings us to a conclusion on this week's Soap Secrets. Thank you so much for listening, and we will be back next week when there still are sporting things on, but perhaps not quite so many, or should I say that? Um, thanks for listening. <laughs>